Welcome back to another episode of Behind the Bench with Carter Eckel. This is episode 85. I'm your host, Carter E., joined as always by my producer, Jeff Mulvihill Jr. of InstaImage.com. Jeff, uh, how are you doing today? I am happy the baseball tournament is over. <laughs> 14 days. Sitting in the sunshine. The sunshine wasn't too bad. Uh, the The weekend days were were shorter, so they just had two time slots. Um, but the last couple of days, it was hot. The, yeah. the sun just baking. So the kids were seemed to be okay, and Ron and I were out there trying to find the shade on the in the you know the shade of the dugout gives you six inches of shade. You kind of scoot your body <laughs> into it as much as you can. Just lean. Um, yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Uh, we'll get to Little League results here in a second. Uh, we're also going to have a couple other things to talk about today. But, of course, uh, today's episode is sponsored by Played Against Sports, uh, your best place to go for new and gently used sporting equipment needs. You can find them in the Topsy Lane Shopping Center or online at www.playedagainstsports.com. Jeff, let's uh, let's run through some of these little league results we got. I know we've got a bunch of art running in Wednesday's edition of the uh, Record Courier as well. So uh, for our listeners, let's we had uh, the ten year old All Star. What the final the championship game for District One uh, was Carson Valley against Washoe. Uh, Carson Valley made. A pr- pretty close to a comeback in the in the fifth inning, and they couldn't quite seal the deal. And Washoe uh, beat them six to four. Uh, very exciting game, uh, the closest game of the three championships game games yesterday. So uh, they gave it a good fight. They had some struggles through with a couple of kids. Uh, actually, they had a coach and a and his son missed a game completely because they were sick. Uh, so oh, wow. to still yeah. end up in the championship was was good and fortunately they were both back and healthy for the championship so um but a lot of baseball and uh the uh, 11 year old centennial played uh reno national and centennial won the championship there he's not gonna like that i shout out but uh coach manukian's kid is on that team so uh good little second baseman uh, the twelve-year-olds Washoe played Centennial, and Washoe uh, came away there with a good with a good win for them. And then to go back to when we were here in Carson, uh, so they've already had their state tournament as well. But the Carson Valley Juniors uh, won district as well, so uh, it's going to be a couple of at least for our local area uh, some kids to watch coming up through the program. Awesome, awesome. You know, I know. I know it's a big deal every year to get this this tournament in, and um, thankfully we haven't. You know, I don't have any wood to knock on, but we don't have any any smoke or anything in the region huh. here. And yeah, um, it's been yeah, got it, got it, got it finished. And um, like I said, check into uh, Wednesday's newspapers for uh, some of the photos there as well. Uh, you know, not a not a ton going on this week. Um, Obviously, we got the uh, American Century Championship coming up here, starting on. I mean, for for us as the media, it starts Wednesday, but uh, really Friday through Sunday. Um, you can even do do the practice round thing. I I think I said this last year, honestly. But if it's not an event you've been to, if it's not necessarily something that like jumps off the page at you, you know what I mean. I still think it's worth 
worth checking out. Just um, the people watch alone. Just the people watch. And, you know, if, if you're trying to avoid people, just, like, don't go near 16, 17, and 18. Like, don't go to the last couple holes because that's where all the people are, especially 17. I mean, beautiful golf course. I don't believe tickets are terribly expensive. I'm pretty sure they're 25, 30 bucks a pop. Um, it could be different now, but I believe that's what it was last year. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Parking wise, I know for me, it can be a little tricky, but um, they've got that kind of figured out. I don't know. I guess I don't quite know what it looks like for for uh, spectators, but I would guess it, a lot of people park at the casinos. Yeah. And- walk over yeah but i think i do think it's an event that's worth checking out even if it's just to like walk the course which is honestly what i do the, the first day of it. the spectacle of it for sure and I, I can always tell when even if i am doing this i always know that it's coming up but the jets that come out of by the minden airport and the number of small jets that come in, it's like all day. Yeah, like a and I mean, of days before you'll be like you'll constant. be you'll be driving up and you'll be passing limos on the yeah. way up because somebody's somebody's hauling somebody up yep. up to the event. Um, usually from Reno, right, or from yeah, from down down south here. Um, again, don't take Charles Barkley to finish in the top seventy. <laughs> Just I'm he's not, been practicing. Well, I, he said that last year. They said his swing was fixed last year. It's you know. I would. It's a perfect. I'd be wary. I would be wary, but again, if you're gonna bet on celebrity golf, maybe I'm not the one who should be wary. It should should maybe be those betting on celebrity golf. Real quickly, I will. I had a little Reno Aces update for uh, Wednesday's paper as well. They are absolutely hitting the cover off the ball in the PCL. They lead the PCL in OPS with a team clip of 890, and they also lead the t- the PCL in average and on base percentage. Which a three thirteen average as a team is remarkable, but it is worth noting that the AAA stats tend to skew towards hitting quite a bit. A lot of these parks are at elevation. A lot of these parks kind of favor hitting. You can see that the the Aces pitching staff has been beat up a little bit, and that's just because there's a lot of a lot of home runs hit. These are offensive environment parks for the most part. Um, I mean, Joe Adele, who's an Angels. Uh, kind of guy who's bounced between the majors and the minors hit like a 515 foot home run in salt lake uh a giants triple a uh, player named david vr followed that up a couple days later with like a 490 foot home run in salt lake city um just these ballparks a ton of elevation and that's uh not to take away from right what the accomplishments here but just know that some of those these numbers are a little a little higher than they would be uh, elsewhere it's you know it's tough for like like if you're a Diamondbacks fan, right, and you see these guys hitting, you know, 360 with 17 home runs in the first half and 70 RBIs, like wow, get him to the majors ASAP. But they get up there and it just doesn't necessarily always translate because they are not playing at the uh, same elevation. And that's to say that the Diamondbacks Park still has pretty good carry too, um, especially for being in Arizona. But Definitely a few guys that are that are worth checking out. I mean, there's no there's no Corbin Carroll coming through the, the system this year though. They don't have a, they don't have a number one prospect, maybe even consensus number one prospect in baseball. Uh, for for those who followed the the Corbin Carroll hype, he was in Reno for all of like four weeks last year before he made the majors, and honestly, probably will win Rookie of the Year this year. So hopefully, you got a chance to see him while he was here last summer. If not, well. 
You can go to Arizona. Yeah. The Diamondbacks. Uh, it's air conditioned. Or, or yeah, or go to San Francisco when they're when they're there. Um, Corbin Carroll, pretty pretty special player, uh, outfielder. Honestly, I don't think he's any bigger than I am. I think he's five nine, five ten, and uh, <laughs> a lot faster than I am, though. Definitely a much better athlete. Even if uh, we may be the same same stature in some sense, but he's tearing it up at the big league level um, as far as players in Reno. Uh, Dominic Canzone has 16 home runs and 71 RBIs and 71 games played. So he's basically driving a run a game, which is uh, pretty impressive. Uh, his 1.065 OPS it was the best in the PCL, but he got called up over the weekend. So we'll see if he can stick in Arizona. Uh, Buddy Kennedy is top 10 in the league in OPS. Um, a lot of guys for this Aces team know how to draw walks uh, a lot of guys with more walks than strikeouts which is always what you want to see hence why these some of these numbers are so high too uh, especially when it comes to on base percentage there um, there is pitching prospect uh brandon fought i believe is how you say his last name it's p-f-a-a-d-t but i believe it's pronounced fought uh has spent some time in arizona but did not do particularly well so he's back in back in reno and strikes out a lot of a lot of batters, averaging ten strikeouts per per nine innings, so over a strikeout per inning. But we'll see if he can he can kind of get his get his feet a little more uh, stuck in stuck in the mud here for a poor analogy, and see if he can uh, find his way back to the bigs. Uh, also, Luis Frias has come out of the bullpen and has a two three six ERA in twenty six innings of work, which has been uh, pretty impressive to watch there for when he's been up, but. Otherwise, not a whole lot going on in Aces land. They nearly uh, won. They were nearly the best team in the league in the first half of the season, but they uh, finished in second place. Um, they lead most offensive statistics in in the PCL, right, which is a 10-team, 12-team AAA league. So um, if you are interested in seeing some, some offense, uh, definitely worth getting out to uh, an Aces game or three. This summer, um, you know, otherwise we got kind of a, I mean, we've hit the point in summer where things just are really, really slow and we're, we're, uh, you know, that ACC will be a lot of, a lot of the coverage coming this weekend. I really can't stress enough that if you've got stories from Carson Douglas, uh, any point over the year to, uh, to shoot me an email, uh, C E C K L at Nevada appeal. Dot com or sports at nevadaappeal.com. You can also find me on Twitter, though, you know. <laughs> uh, I haven't made the jump to threads yet. We'll see. I just, like, we were talking, Jeff and I were talking about this the other day. The, the idea of, like, continuing a whole new social media page just, like, doesn't appeal to me at the moment whatsoever. And maybe it's phone only. There's no... You can't do it on online. Oh, okay. I on thought I didn't even know. Yeah, no, it's only on your phone, so it's a little frustrating for me for that. Um, yeah, just, I don't know. Uh, if you see me in person and you want to know more of my opinion, which you probably don't, but, like, I just, yeah. It's, I, it's already enough for me as it is. I don't want more. Also, speaking of Lake Tahoe, uh, Tim Tebow was up there yesterday to announce he's got he is starting a uh, ECHL hockey team in Lake Tahoe, which will be pretty cool. Um, the hockey program in, in South Tahoe is very strong. This, this is very exciting for those guys up there. Yeah, and I know that uh, though they are not related, the uh, Reno Ice 
program has been very successful yeah. too. Growing, um, growing leaps and bounds. Yeah, and so uh, you know they got uh, Tim Tebow out here uh, yesterday at the Tahoe Blue Event Center. You know, pretty much your standard quotes about bringing a new team. They want to win and do it the right way, and yada yada yada. I mean. I, I get they got to say it, but like it's, sometimes there's just no, no, it's all fluff, right? There's just no, nothing, nothing uh, over the top quotes wise that, that should really excite you. But the announcement of the team itself is, is exciting and be cool to, to have a minor league hockey team so close. And then also you've got, you know, I don't know the level that Reno is, but it's not ECHL, right? This isn't affiliated with anything like that. So that'll be cool to see. We'll see when that gets rolling right now. It looks like they're trying to, to get started in October of 2024. Um, for those of you keeping, keeping track there. And of course it's another, another reason to attract any number more tourists to, to the area, which, um, you know, I don't think they were coming for minor league hockey, but maybe they are now. So, um, Something to continue to to watch again that we have more on that in uh, Wednesday's Nevada Appeal. Otherwise, Jeff, anything else you got going yeah, on this what, week? What starts next week, Carter? Practice? I don't Come know. Come on. You're hurting my heart. It's something soccer. Oh, the Women's, the Women's World, World Cup. Cup. See, yeah. my head has been in my head has been in Wimbledon land. Oh yeah, um, I know. That's well, it's World Cup and Wimbledon always go out at the same time. Yeah, so. that's very true. Very true. Very excited for the Women's World Cup. Uh, any any predictions from uh, Mister Soccer Resident I'm, over here? I'm not going to say anything right now because I don't want to sound like a negative Nelly. I was not impressed with with the U.S. women against Wales the other day. I was screaming at the TV for 75% <laughs> of the game. My daughter can attest. And I have so, to imagine they're fa- still the favorite to win the whole thing. I believe so, but it's... it's. I hope the, the comments that Trinity Rodman said about them going, and I, I hope that's the case uh, because the way they played against Wales, I don't know if they were playing a little lesser to make sure no one got any knocks, but Wales did a good job of shutting them out for... 75% of the game. So and then once the once the goals came, they you know, she got two two quick ones. So um, but it only takes a get, uh, one goal to win a game. So looking around that Women's World Cup, are there any other teams that people should be be on the lookout for that that may give the US some trouble? I think the well, the the normals, Germany, England, Scandinavians. Um, and then Japan was in the final with them 4 years ago, yeah, correct? Japan and China are always strong. Um, I think one of the things we're going to see and people are going to kind of get disheartened by this is there's going to be some blowouts and just like we did in the, in the last world cup and everybody gave the women a hard time about blowing out a team by so many goals, but we're going to have that. Um, you've got, they expanded it. So now they're bringing in teams that didn't have a program before, but this is, this is part of building, you know, the, the men's program if you will the men's world cup they've got what 200 nations or yeah. something like that yeah. that play in it or potentially could play in it and the women don't they don't even have 50 so it's it's a growing thing it's uh you know and and we're we being americans are excited about it because our team wins mm, right well we're, we're ahead and people are catching up very fast so it's gonna be uh, there's going to be some very close games, and just to not sidetrack here too much, but hopefully it doesn't turn into the 
the U.S. basketball conundrum where, like, we don't really watch, but we'll complain when they don't win. Yeah. But otherwise, you know, people aren't aren't really tuned in. Um, and uh, I got to say, there's nothing nothing quite like the World Cup. So well, you, you you've heard that from us before. From so. yeah. <laughs> uh, the World Cup is my favorite thing. And I don't care if men's or women's. It doesn't matter. It's It's just people representing their country and... It, it's it's special so and and the rest of the world agrees so uh you know i i think it's fantastic the one thing i will find kind of interesting is it's winter in new zealand and australia right now and i realize that they don't get the harsh winters that you know we're not talking minnesota winters yeah, but yeah. <laughs> it's still the winter time so we could see rain we could see all kinds of stuff that you know you look outside and it's 100 degrees here and it's like, well, it looks like it's cloudy and raining there. It might be. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be an interesting. Um, they've been doing uh, the a lot of the new players. Nike's been doing a reveal of their of their cleats that they're giving the the team, and uh, you can't buy those cleats. Oh, those are. If you look at the bottoms of them, those are wet weather oh, wet oh okay okay and most you can't find those in a in a store around here because we just don't have those kind of conditions yeah but okay. if you look at those things on the bottom the molded ones those are wet condition cleats <laughs> so i'm like oh, something's coming up so. uh since i did say my head was in wimbledon land i would i guess it's not a, a shout out more than just a, an update here that uh ukrainian tennis player alina svitolina knocked off the number one seat uh, in the women's side this morning in Iga Swatek, who's like a 24-year-old menace. Who, she's won multiple slams already. The The men's side's still, still a lot of fun. There's some young guys who you're going to be hearing about for a while. Uh, Carlos Alcaraz being the one. I believe he was playing Holger Rune this morning. Um, we're taping this Tuesday morning for, for what it's worth. I don't think that match was over um, by the time, by at least when I had last looked. Always worth checking out Wimbledon if you yeah. get the chance. Love that tournament. And uh, otherwise, that's going to do it for episode 85 of Behind the Bench. Thanks again to Played Against Sports for being uh, today's main sponsor. Uh, your best place to go for new and gently used sporting equipment needs. You can check them out in the Topsy Lane Shopping Center or online at www.playedagainsports.com. Um, as always, thanks to my producer, Jeff Mulvihill. You can find his work at instaimage.com. And be sure to pick up a copy of Wednesday's Nevada Peel and Record Courier. Otherwise, we will talk to you guys next week. Take it easy.